Well, welcome to the Stretch for Life podcast. My name is Bob Wolf. I am your host. Uh, also here with uh, Laura Myers as well as Lori Walter. And welcome to this podcast and in this episode. If you are a subscriber, welcome back. And we're excited to have you. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe to us. Uh, if you're not ready, you want to listen to our content a little bit more, feel free to listen to our content and then go ahead and subscribe. And also as a reminder, don't keep us a secret. Feel free free to share our podcast and our our content with friends, family, and colleagues, other people who are looking for the opportunity for what this podcast is trying to accomplish. Well, welcome back, everyone. We are excited to talk with you today about one of Lori's favorite topics, which is the human blood. So she has a lot of really interesting things to share with us today about how God created this amazing substance in our body, about how it really helps us as we're looking at some current social issues that can be a bit of a solution if we just look at our biology um, in the true sense of the word. And so we are really excited to share with you about this. Just a reminder that we have a fabulous Amazon store that we'd like you to check out. She has a wonderful app to really help you on your wellness journey. Um, and she's here as a resource to help us really as we're walking this journey to learn and grow. So we're so excited to talk today about blood. So Lori, take it away. So there's probably some interesting things about blood that you never really think about. The fact that your body is built as basically a machine to house, store, and make blood. That's our only uh, thing that we do. We um, kind of get a little squeamish about the idea that blood is what courses through us, but it is how we stay alive. And it is the part of us that basically dictates how we're going to be in the, in the framework of wellness. And so <clears throat> there's two things that you probably need to think about when you think about blood, you need to think about the fact that there is male blood and there is female blood and they cannot be mixed. They cannot be traded. They can't be transferred to one another. They are definitely separate and very much have separate characteristics. And then the other part about it is, of course, the type of blood that you have is also a big part of how well your body does with other bloods mixing in it. So there's those two very large categories. There's a type of blood and then there's male blood and female blood. And so when it boils down to biology of us, we have to have these very distinct types of blood because in the instance of a female, she has to be able to also make breast milk when she has a child. And that is blood. You know, you have to be able to have that blood part that builds and constructs both the ovaries and basically generates the hormonal connection so that you can then ovulate. And then that ovulation, you know, goes into the uterus and you have to have a, a lining in there called the endothelial lining. And that is also a huge blood, you know, barrier. Then there's, of course, the ones that we're really familiar with, the blood-brain barriers, the gut-blood barriers. Mm -hmm. And all of these are deeply affected by what types of hormones. So like if you are someone who is doing some kind of hormone replacement therapy, you are kicking that you know, to the curb and basically telling your body that you don't need to have this particular type of blood. 
And so, you know, when you look down that tunnel of time at people who are taking, you know, these catastrophic hormones for gender reassignment, mm-hmm. for this whole category of can I change my biology mm-hmm. through medication? Mm-hmm. The answer is not only no, but hell no, right? Yeah. because there's no way. Mm-hmm. So I have a question as, so watching TV, right? They, uh, the hospital doctor type episodes and, you know, someone comes rushing in and they got to do a blood transfusion. They got to figure out what kind of type of blood they have. Are they also looking at the the gender of that blood as well? Yes. Okay. They don't tell you that, but they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if they don't know what kind of gender this person is because they have changed their pronouns or changed their identity on their on their medical records, I mean, they can kill them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I have a question for you. As you talked about hormone therapy, I think that that's a very trending concept right now yes. of women who are in their late 40s, early 50s. Um, and men, I think it's very common for people to just say, oh, I'm just going to go get that T shot or I'm just going to go mm-hmm. get, you know, an estrogen shot or I'm going to get that pellet put under my arm. Um, obviously, you're in opposition to that. Absolutely. But could you talk about what can people do that, you know, would maybe replace this concept of hormone therapy or help them during that transition time? Yeah, I think we've talked about this oil combo before. It's called Yar Palm. Mm. It's yarrow root and pomegranate juice. And it is like the dream oil for anything that's like imbalancing or destabilizing our hormones. Also, molasses Mm -hmm. is just like phenomenal if somebody is having like a hypothyroid you know issue and that could be male or female um i think a lot of times people forget that men also have hypo episodes with their thyroid and they can also have hyper um episodes and so um a gentle swing in the thyroid is great mm-hmm. but that dramatic swing between mm-hmm. hypo to hyper is bad mm-hmm. and so the b vitamins that are in magnesium oh They're just wonder drugs Mm -hmm. for helping to stabilize that thyroid blood hormone balance. Mm -hmm. Okay. So other than just understanding that there's a male, there's a female, and there's a particular type, um, is there another part of that blood that I think, you know, the average patient, the average client would not know about, we would not understand because to Bob's point, I think most of us have learned about medicine from our own limited experience mm-hmm. and of course movies mm-hmm. right so so talk to us a little bit more about some of the things that relate to our health and the way that our systems run that we would not know from watching Grey's Anatomy right um the, uh, yeah there's just so many but probably some of the things the buzzwords that maybe people have heard are like their ferritin levels so ferritin is this part of the blood that's mas- mostly in your liver but it's also a very indication that you are like pretty anemic that um, your blood is for whatever reason, not making enough of this one particular part of it called plasma. And it's really deficient in some of that iron and some of that magnesium and a lot of the other more powerhouse, you know, parts of the mineral side of us. Mm -hmm. And so that is why we, of course, we advocate here 
on this po- podcast to eat meat, bread meat, mm-hmm. because I mean, that's one of those ways that we can get sufficient amount of those particular things. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people don't understand that being a vegetarian, you will be, I mean, no questions asked. You can ask any doctor you want to, you will be anemic and your ferritin level will be in the basement mm-hmm. and you will have that tendency to like have some pretty, you know, strange things that happen in your brain mm. because that blood, that blood barrier that's in that brain is fortified by things that we can only get from meat and soy products actually take down and take away from that blood barrier part of us because soy especially soy in the u.s is really a cruddy cruddy thing to put in your body Mm -hmm. it's laced with chemicals it has no nutritional value whatsoever but it does destabilize your hormones so in men it promotes estrogen growth like crazy leading to cancer yeah and in women it promotes estrogen growth leading to cancer as well, but just in a very different way. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because I mean, soy is becoming more and more popular. Um, I, it's one of the top harvested crops in the U S now. And especially for farmers who harvest Mm -hmm. corn and it's, it's a good blend of being able to, because of the machinery and the equipment's very similar. Yes. So from an efficiency standpoint of harvest, it, it's much more time or or efficient in the time to harvest because they don't have to switch out. Um, And it doesn't take like corn, it doesn't take as much land and you can put more of the that crop in in a dense um, particular area um so it's it's interesting because none of us know this mm-hmm. yes <laughs> right and and as i found out from you and 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 seeing you is that a lot of the dietary foods and the, a lot of dietary things that programs that are out there use soy Mm-hmm. And so in my own experience, I've said this on this podcast before, my own experiences, I found out that my estrogen level was extremely high. And of course, as a guy, when you first hear that, you're, you know, mid forties, you're like, oh no. <laughs> 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 right. But it, that that's very concerning mm-hmm. because we don't, we don't know it. Yeah. I mean, they, they use soy as a filler in everything. There is not a a product on the shelf that's sitting there in a box or a container that does not have soy as part of its fillers. So I'm sorry, not to interrupt, but to round back before I forget what I was thinking, would you say that a part of that would round back to what we started this conversation with about the idea of male and female blood, mm-hmm. right? We have a generation of confusion right? and could a part of that be that we, for the last 40 years have been consuming so much soy that our hormonal makeup is a bit confused. Mm. Oh, I would a hundred percent say that because I mean, once you start infusing, you know, basically a uh, castrating hormone, which is what soy is. It is a castrating hormone. That sounds scary right off the bat as a guy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is. It is very scary because it's doing something that's even worse than like the actual castrating of your genitalia. It's castrating your brain. Mm. It's castrating the actual pathways of your brain. 
to make the correct hormones for your blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. But from a pharmaceutical and a health benefit, they have a pill for that. And you can take another pill to improve the, the brain mm-hmm. functions. Mm-hmm. So now they're making revenue in two areas. Right. Or three. Or three. Because they're not only having those, you know, hormone replacement parts, and then they're, you know, shooting people up with, you know, various, and you know, sundry, like structural things, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you know, you got those breasts that you don't want to have as a man, well, just take those off. Well, liposuction gone, you know? So, I mean, then you have the post-trauma from the surgery and the scar tissue, scar tissue in a very vulnerable area right next to your armpits where you've got all those lymph nodes, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, mm-hmm. we're like amping yeah. up yeah. how the pharmaceutical world is, yeah. is, is going to get us. So when we go and donate blood then, they're going to test our blood. So they're going to take all the blood that, that we're donating and they're going to go test it. And we may never know that our blood's never going to be used because we have these various chemicals and levels of, in the testing that it just becomes the lack of a better term, just put it down the drain. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so how many times do we go donate blood and not know that that's, that's not, not being beneficial. And we're thinking that we're helping people but we're, you know, there's no help there. There's no use. And I guess it's nice to know that, you know, mentally we know we're trying to help people, but the reality is if, if this is what, so then when we're looking at vaccinations, right, obviously, you know, the, the, the whole epidemic issue that we came through in the last few years and having to deal with that, that also adds another twist on everything. So where are we going to get blood in the future? I mean, luckily for us here in Texas, um, apparently there was a, a lot of um, subterfuge when it came to like people who actually got the vaccine, because as it turns out, um, a couple of our blood banks here in Texas, um, now they're being really sought after um, all around the world because um, it turned out that we had a lot of people who um, had the little paper that said they got the vaccine, but they didn't really get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But these people were willing to donate blood. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it turned out that we have a lot of high quality, pure blood mm. that's stored in some blood banks here in mm. Texas. Mm. So we can just sort of hope that um, there are more pockets of people all over the rest of the United States who um they 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 complied and got a piece of paper, but mm-hmm. they didn't actually get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and something else I know that you can do because I have a family member that did do this is you can, let's say, you know, you're about to have to have a surgery. You can backdate and go in and donate your own blood to mm. have saved for you to use during that surgery. Now, not everywhere will do that, but you can advocate for yourself and go in and say, this is what I would prefer to do. Yeah, yeah. And obviously in an emergency situation, you cannot do that. Right. But if it's something planned, then it's something you can prepare for. And if you don't need it, you can donate it at that mm. point. Mm. Yeah. And that's absolutely a great, you know, way. Um, Also, a lot of times they'll let family members donate blood on the spot, you know, to you. So a lot of times they will cross and type match before you even have surgery with family members. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you got a sibling, uh, there's a good chance that you'll match up perfectly. Right with one of those. And so it won't even be like a a hiccup when it comes to like antibodies or some of the other components of the blood that can sometimes, you know, be a, a, 
you know, a downplay and downgrade of you being able to actually utilize that blood. Right. Which I think that just goes back to what we've been talking about this whole podcast Mm -hmm. is to be an advocate for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? To Mm -hmm. educate yourself, to ask more questions. Um, This is definitely um, a, I'm going to call this podcast episode a helicopter view, because I feel like we covered a lot of really interesting topics that could each be their own episode, but we want that to be the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. We want you to think about it and chew on it and mull over it and say, now, hold on. She just said, (laughs) yeah. And yes, she did. So we're going to be diving into some of those other topics in a deeper way. But I think it's really important just to kind of round out the idea that God made us in this very particular way. He made us male and female. It doesn't matter if you choose to change how you are called or how you look. Your biology does not change whether you add hormones in or not. That if you are currently undergoing hormone therapy, that you really need to look at the the risks associated with that and look at maybe some of these other options she mentioned, like Yarpom and molasses. Um, and I think also making sure that you are asking more questions instead of just taking directions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, the last little thing I was going to have you talk about before we end this episode is that there is a way to clean your blood. There is. And so can you talk to us a little bit about that for people who may be listening and going, holy moly, what do I do? Well, we have an easy solution for you. So could you talk to us a little bit about ozone and blood cleaning? Absolutely. Um, nowadays, there are these, um, they're called infusion IV places. Um, you know, you can find them like literally all over. They even have them in California. <gasps> And you go in and they take out some of your blood. They don't take out a lot, but they just take out some. And then they run it through a machine that puts ozone in it. And then they run it under and through a UV light, just like they do in like water Uh uh, Uh filtration, you know, kind of things where they'll use ozone first and they use the UV Uh light Uh and then they put the blood back in you. Uh And it is just an amazing way to get your blood clean, clean, clean so that, you know, your body can go back to fighting whatever kind of, you know, disease or infection or whatever is coming into you. And ozone um, actually gives your body like a little bit of a boost temporarily to get rid of like incoming bacteria or viruses or parasites. So if you feel like you're getting a little ill or you feel like you are um, vulnerable at that time, you know, go get an IV and let them clean your blood Hmm. because it really does do two things. It cleans it, you know, and it also gives you that radical third ozone. Mm -hmm that really helps our oxygen, sorry, that radical third oxygen, and it boosts up your actual T cell immunity. Mm -hmm. And then your body can like shut down Mm. whatever is, you know, percolating in there and might become something a lot more, you know, than you want. Right. Right. So just that's something we wanted to add as a um, a resource or a tool in your tool bucket, yeah. right? To start researching in your area, where, where can you have access to these things so you can start taking these matters into your hands and making some different decisions if needed. So oh, yeah. yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that this piqued your curiosity and we have lots more coming your way. So thanks so much. Well, thank you for listening to Stretch for Life podcast. Uh, hopefully this content and this information was as beneficial to you as it was to us, uh, improving your mind, body, 
body and spirit and trying to strive to become the best version of yourself. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and feel free to subscribe now. And also don't forget to share us with your families, friends, and colleagues. And uh, if there's any information that was on this, uh, any products or services that uh, was interest to you, go to our website and go ahead and purchase those uh, that information. There will also be a link within our podcast. Thank you so much for attending and looking forward to joining us in our next episode.